0: we could all do with a little bit more poetry in our lives. In this episode, I'll be exploring new research, which has developed a novel forensic tool for detecting the illegal trading of critically endangered cockatoos. Glassy eyes stare down from vibrant yellow crowns. Solemn statues lined up for shady shopping trips to markets masked with colour. Wild or caught, traded or trapped, histories coalesce to capture this scene. Sifting carbon through feathers, we sought fruits from nuts and plants from seeds. Grounding traffic through tests to give flight to future fancies. Of silent empty cages. This poem is inspired by recent research published in Animal Conservation which has shown that stable isotope analysis can be used to help combat the illegal trade of cockatoos. The yellow crested cockatoo is a critically endangered species from Indonesia and East Timor with a global population of fewer than 2,500. There is a global ban on the trapping in an international trade of yellow crested cockatoos that have been caught in the wild. Despite this, in Hong Kong, it is legal in some cases to sell captive bred birds. However, it is difficult to differentiate a wild caught from a captive bred cockatoo just by eye. This means that illegally caught yellow crested cockatoos can be laundered in the legal market by claiming that they've been bred in captivity. This new study has identified a novel forensic tool for differentiating between wild and bred cockatoos by making use of stable isotope analysis. Stable isotopes are alternative forms of elements with different molecular weights that are found naturally and do not decay radioactively. Stable isotope analysis of elements such as carbon, nitrogen and sulphur is used in ecology to trace the flow of nutrients through food webs. By using this technique on the feathers from Hong Kong's wild yellow-crested cockatoo population and on feathers from pet cockatoos owned by private individuals, The researchers in this study have shown that both stable carbon and nitrogen isotope values differed significantly between wild and captive cockatoos, indicating consumption of different plant and protein types in their diets. Enforcement officials could apply this test in the future to determine whether a cockatoo has been raised in the wild or in captivity. This research therefore presents a powerful tool for government authorities in their efforts to regulate wildlife trade, both for yellow-crested cockatoos and other endangered species as well. Now that you've heard the science, Let me read the poem to you again. Glassy eyes stare down from vibrant yellow crowns. Solemn statues lined up for shady shopping trips to markets masked with color. Wild or caught, traded or trapped. Histories coalesce to capture this scene. Sifting carbon through feathers, we sought fruit from nuts and plants from seeds. Grounding traffic through tests to give flight to future fancies of silent, empty cages. In this section of the podcast I'd like to share a poem written by another poet on a topic related to the science that has been discussed so far. In this episode I'll be reading The Cockatoo by Sid Corman. Sid Corman was an American poet, translator and editor born to Ukrainian parents in Boston's Roxbury neighbourhood in 1924. He earned a BA at Tufts University in 1945 and then studied in the graduate programme at the University of Michigan where he won the Hopwood Award in Poetry but did not finish his degree. Corman's numerous books of poetry include Living Dying, published in 1970, and The Word, published in 1987, and For Crying Out Loud, published in 2002. Corman was also the founder of the poetry magazine Origin, which provided an early platform for many poets, including Theodore Ensling and Gary Snyder. He died in Kyoto, Japan in 2004 after being hospitalised for a cardiac condition. The Cockatoo by Sid Corman The Lazy Yellow Cockatoo at home down under in antipodal cold, accepts its outdoor cage with warmer plum, its narrow beak curving arrogantly, its sharply delineated claws exact a hold and a half on the sanctuary bars. Those of us who come to take a look away with us of its resourcefulness and lemon-thin skin are not aware and care less that its given place in the air is less than the usual dosage science requires for perfect normal family life. Of course, it has its choice of two between two kinds of mongrel cockatoos and all the breeze the cage can carry. Some of us, the best of pets, cluck between the throat and palate, arriving at a jest the cockatoo by natural affinity may master and must, as a token to sex, flurry its crest, the fan of feathers creating its head. But when we offer only our goodbyes in mash of words, guttural scraps of tone, It pulls itself by the beak to the wire edge closer and cocks its horn-tipped weapon, tense with hospitality. It leans there locked until we start to go off. Then it drops back into its deep retreat, saying something to itself. We'd rather not hear.